he despised Mickey Mouse, especially his hands. I think he has three fingers. He could not handle the fact that the power uh, over multi-millions of human beings was in the hands of this three-fingered foolish creature that taught you nothing whatsoever, that expressed nothing real, total absurd fucking fantasy, not even good, not even creative. He was appalled by Mickey Mouse. And I said, well, what about Walt Disney? He, he was a crazy sort of a guy. He was eccentric. He was a genius. He was amazing. He was a visionary. He had all of these ideas. And he said, yeah, but for what? Uh, well, I said, to expand the uh, imaginations and fantasies of little children. Yeah, to this three-fingered son of a bitch who has no soul, for Christ's sake. Mickey Mouse doesn't have a fucking soul. Hello and welcome to Blood of Friendship 3.14x Repodcast. This is a Kingdom Hearts podcast on the series Kingdom Hearts by Square Enix and Disney. Uh, we're starting at what you might think is the start the first game uh chronologically we can get into how that don't, is not the start of the series but don't do that. joining me is reed mccarter that's reedy duck to you <laughs> that's my how are you today i'm great i'm this i'm this magical day my heart is full i'm in the cockpit of my gummy ship <laughs> yeah I feel like I'm maybe it's a good place to start. I feel like a baby as soon as I start talking about this stuff. Like <laughs> like a like a baby that somehow sat down here, called you up on Skype and said, "Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about my baby games that I bought with money I had somehow." <laughs> um the reason that Reed feels that way is because Kingdom Hearts has a game that combines I guess just like the Disney, I guess now we would call it the Disney Cinematic Universe, <laughs> although at the time it was just Disney movies with, uh, I think in Kingdom Hearts 1, it is just Final Fantasy. Wait, what are you saying? You, Nothing. You saying? <laughs> okay, don't. Well, the square component of the first game, I believe, is just Final Fantasy characters. And a few, um, yeah, a few originals. Oh yeah, yeah, and there's like a, a third batch of uh protagonists who are original characters. So they're sort of um thrust into this world where they encounter all these recognizable guys. <laughs> you may recognize them from uh Walmart bedspreads of your youth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to I don't want to get too No, no, no. Uh, well, I don't... So the premise of this podcast, just to avoid the fucking Kingdom Legion online, the uh, the premise of this podcast is not to like make fun of this game so much as it is just discuss it, because I have watched and played... I've watched most of them while my partner played them. I've played a little bit of each of them also. And Reed has sort of... 
he has jumped in right at the start of the first game with, I think, little foreknowledge of what these things are about. No, I only know them by reputation. Yeah. And I mean, that was kind of the idea for doing this, right? Was, well, let's talk about something that is just kind of easy to talk about. Maybe maybe I'll be regretting that in a few months from now. But I've like <laughs> always known about these games, but I'd never played them. Um, yeah. And I've always been curious. And then they're putting up that third one, and everyone started talking about it again. Mm-hmm. And then I got some collection with like all of them on the PS4 for like it was like 30 bucks or something. I was like Yeah, do you have do you have the both collections or do you have just 1.5 and 2.5? They're in one thing together and then there's another one that's like 2.8 or something. Yeah, 2.8 is uh I believe the prequel game with some like miscellaneous material. Which if you think about like how much is on each of those collections, the 2.8 collection seems a little Thin. Hmm. There's not much there. It's weird. Well, uh, I mean that that first one is daunting. You yeah, know, it's um, that's true. It's like saying it's like I when wanna... you pop in the uh, the Stan Brackage Criterion set. I was gonna say it's and... it's like someone thumping down a I don't know a Dickens novel in front of you <laughs> <laughs> when you're 12 and saying get to work. Yeah, there's a lot there, and it doesn't help that. Um, they have sort of backfilled story and stuff so that the first game you end up playing it and that's not really where the plot starts per se well but i think playing them in order of release is like totally fine that's what i'm and it also allows you to appreciate how they get uh smoother and like a little more accomplished i think but we can get into how they play and stuff because i think they're actually kind of interesting yeah, I mean, yeah, so... Why don't you just... What are your initial impressions here? How far into the game are you? Uh, and then just what are you feeling? I felt... Where does it hurt? I have felt a lot of different things over... I think I'm like 10 hours into it or something, the first one. Okay. Of, I think it's one, but I think it may also be called like 1.5 Remix or something, if that... Well, yeah, so that that's just the... Uh, that's the PS4 version of the PS3 remaster. Of the original PS2 game. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, yeah, I started, I, I launched the thing that had the lowest number, and then the, the, <laughs> of the, like, seven titles that were on the main screen, I picked the first one. And <laughs> I thought, this will have to do. This is this is all I can do. Yeah, so I think I'm, like, like 10 hours into it. Uh which has happened. I was playing some this morning. I'll talk about the way I've been playing this, which I feel like is a cure for modern malaise, is to... Or maybe, like, the creation of it, because I play these... I've been playing, like, 45 minutes of this every morning, like, sitting down, like, waking up, <laughs> getting a cup of coffee, turning on the old PS4 and just entering the magical world of <laughs> Disney <laughs> for... That's how you would have played it if you were a kid, right? Like, you would have come home after school and, like, popped it in. Yeah, and then, like, my dad would have been like, it's time for dinner. 
and I'd be like, I can't. There's a cutscene going on right now, and it's yeah, yeah. He would have um, come from come home from work and seen you sitting on the goddamn TV again, <laughs> and, uh, playing with Mickey Mouse, and <laughs> gotten a little mad. But <laughs> say like, you're 14. What are you doing playing Disney cartoons? <laughs> I'd be like, you don't understand. Um. Anyway, but yeah. So I think I just rescued that little that little jerk Pinocchio. He kept running away. And he was making little cheeky faces, and we were inside the whale. Um, uh, right. Oh yeah, so you, and then uh, I went to the monstro. That's the monstro whale. Yeah, that's right. And then I went to Il Monstro. Is that what he's called? I guess Pinocchio's Italian. So he's yeah. Il Monstro. Um, I believe Il Monstro is what they call. Uh, Hannibal, right on the TV show. I didn't watch when he goes to Italy. Do they? That's right. I think so. Like to his face, I thought he was a respected <laughs> psychologist or whatever. Just... All right, so yeah, you're the you just rescued Pinocchio. I rescued Pinocchio, and uh, and then I went to the Mermaid Land, and was immediately struck so I, I felt like i was starting to kind of get the the feel for this game and and god we should have done the, the first one like after i played like two hours because there's so much there's so much going on astrid yeah you're a little far into it to just give like first impressions i think because you have already made it to the um the i guess the little mermaid level yeah um and that's when you are the 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 sight of the underwater character designs it's overwhelming strikes you it's uh sort of like a kind of like a hieronymus boschian <laughs> sort of uh you know you have you have you have like donald all of a sudden is like an octopus creature but he still has like yeah this is from memory so this might not be completely accurate but it should be accurate because i think it's burned into the fucking back of my eyeballs um <laughs> He has like octopus legs, and then Goofy is like this, like fucking turtle underwater sea turtle thing with like his head sticking out, and then Sora, who I don't know how old he is, but it feels bad, is just shirt. Yeah, he's sort of a merman, and he's shirtless and uh, very like chiseled. Yeah, he has some ab definition. Um, but so the premise of the game roughly is that this character Sora uh, goes between all these worlds and each world is like modeled after a different Disney property I guess or like an original thing but they're all like a different theme yeah so far there's been and from for most of the worlds like the the characters change appearance they haven't when they get there they haven't so far so this was very okay they might yeah, I think they maybe go harder on that after because after this is like the nightmare before Christmas area. Oh. <laughs> where they also have some some designs. Right on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that now. <laughs> um cuz so far it's been Alice in Wonderland and they yeah. they got big and they got small. Sort of Jefferson airplane style. And then <laughs> there was Oh Christ, where'd they go after that? They went to the Aladdin world, and mm-hmm. there was some, let's say, racially insensitive, uh, true to the source material, 
heartless the enemies running around and yeah but they were dressed the same the main characters where else did they go they went oh they went to tarzan world yeah which i believe is just called like um it's like jungle it's a really plain name yeah deep jungle um which was hellish and we'll get into more of (laughs) but there are the gorillas i like that um and and I'm, I'm forgetting. Okay, but I feel like I should back up. Sorry, I'm like all over the place here. It's hard to know where to start. I think um, much like because a, there's just a lot happening. Yeah, like much like a you know appropriate for this like fevered brand mashup. Like my <laughs> my head is just spinning all over the place. Um, it's so like at the very beginning of this game, you start it, and there's this, um kind of like viscerally off-putting music video that's like pre-rendered computer graphics Mm -hmm. and it kind of looks like something that should play before you hit start but the game forces you to watch it yeah and it has this kind of like early 2000s just fucking just trash techno song oh wait are you you're anti the theme song well no i heard it the one time and it was I was not receptive at the time, you know? <laughs> so the theme song is actually a track that was not written for the game. Oh. but So the artist, it's like her song, and they used it for the game. I believe it's a remix, but, like, yeah, she don't write it for Kingdom Hearts. It made me think of those, um, like, anime music videos that you would... That would be on YouTube. Like a yeah, like something you make yourself, like with like yeah, <laughs> Dragon Ball characters like fighting over stained or something, or like Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So okay, whatever. So that's fine. That was that. Not a. Cr- I feel like by the end of your journey, we'll have grown to enjoy the theme song. Maybe I'm. You know, I'm open. I. It, it was a lot. It was sort of like a sensory overload. Um, that I wasn't prepared That's for. Fair. I was yeah. expecting sort of like Japanese RPG and you know, kid waking up, saying, "Where am I?" You know, you're late for work <laughs> in the monster fields. <laughs> um, but you get this 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 music video thing, and then with these sorry, last thing about it, which is with these nonsense sentences like slapped on it, like, is is existence a dream? <laughs> like. We will carry on. And it's just like, who are any of you? <laughs> who are you children? Yeah, it's it's sort of like, uh, yeah, like summarizes and foreshadows like a bunch of stuff that's going to happen. Oh, so I'm... But so when you're, when you're coming to it the first time, it's sort of like, what, <laughs> what is this? So I'm going to feel like a real asshole when I watch it again at the end of well, this. Well, probably, and... probably not, but... Um, okay. So then you start playing this thing and you're Sora, who's this little kid with spiky hair. Actually, that's something I want to ask you about. And you wake up and you're in this like beach land. Um, It's just like this Caribbean uh, tropical paradise. Destiny Islands. That's right. Activision presents Destiny Islands. (laughs) And... Okay, so I, a big part of this is I want to have an open mind because I, I think I didn't play this when I was younger because I decided 
when you know however old i was when this was announced and i was like final fantasy's cool this is this is baby shit you know <laughs> this, this is <laughs> this is below me this is beneath me um and just kind of never rectified that over time so i want to have an open mind and i was trying yeah. to have an open mind and then these characters open their mouths and they start talking and it's just if that music video wasn't sort of like hateful enough like th- this whole thing <laughs> is just like Haley joel i looked it up we got Haley joel osman who to his credit is is putting it in and i've, I've grown mm-hmm. sort of attached to him over time <laughs> but it's just this nonsense like like i i don't know maybe the old final fantasy games were probably written this poorly too right yeah i think there's like a certain I don't know, because the game sort of has, like, a couple, like, fixations that, like, just repeatedly come up in dialogue, and it's, like, a lot of phrases that they keep repeating, so it does end up sort of feeling, um, unnatural. Yeah, it's just sort of, like, stilted, and, and these characters are, like, their designs are super gross. <laughs> like like you know Sora's running around and it takes a while to sort of like get acclimated you know to th- there's something about just moving this character around and feeling like he shouldn't be able to walk with these giant clown <laughs> shoes you know um and, and just the way they're talking to each other they're all these like squeaky little weirdos and they're mm-hmm. making these like stock anime expressions and stuff um and so the beginning of this game you know thumbs down very bad i i played i think the first hour of it and i had talked to you and ed about this i believe by this point and i was i i think i was gonna like message you and just be like i'm not doing this <laughs> this is like i could just like see the hours like spreading <laughs> spreading ahead of me and i was just like I, I can't i can't do this and i i felt sort of like embarrassed in my own home too and i was alone at the time um and and I felt embarrassed, like there there was something like deviant or wrong about this <laughs> about this game, <laughs> you know. Um, but I stuck with it. Uh, I stuck with it. This feeling sort of continued through the Alice in Wonderland land. Uh, Tarzan land was not doing much better, and then I think like by the time I got to the end of the Tarzan land, I was kind of feeling it, you know. I was, I, it's something had like sort of like crept into me, like, like a tapeworm or something. And it was just sort of like <laughs> established itself. And yeah, I don't know if it's just cause like the world's a miserable place, but you boot this game up for 45 minutes in the morning. And it's just like, it's like looking into one of those like sad lamps, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. And, and I don't know if this will continue, but. I want to be com- yeah. you know, completely honest that there's something about this this like Technicolor brand vomit that's kind of like doing it for me right now. I think that that is sort of why I mean there's a that neither of us played these as kids or teenagers or whatever which I think is why um, it's interesting to come to them because a lot of people did play them at that time and we may have like stuff that we experienced when we were younger that's sort of equally inexplicable to like an outsider 
Metal Gear but Solid. I think people people who are <laughs> yeah uh, people who are like talk about why they like Kingdom Hearts. I think it is it's not like the the sort of stuff around the game and like the they like acknowledge that it's convoluted and like sort of nonsensical and it has sort of eaten its own tail i guess to a certain extent but like the core of it is like this sort of simple optimism or whatever there was a piece that uh our friend julie wrote julie muncie wrote at waypoint um i think it was last year about how like the kingdom hearts is basically just about being friends Mm -hmm. and it's like being friends with people is like why life is worth living and stuff which is like that's what the games are basically about like this all these devices like the hearts and the darkness and the keyblades and kingdom hearts itself which is like don't don't spoil it oh yeah i don't want to i don't want to tell you what that is but all these things sort of like they function to like communicate that idea um and i think maybe in better ways than the actual dialogue which can be like really circuitous and clunky well you know what that like kind of makes me think of is at the end of a lot of not all japanese rpgs but definitely you know like the final fantasy games and like the persona games you come to the end of them and it's these enormous you know dozens of hours of of it's kind of like convoluted battles against evil that culminate in something the heroes always sort of need to brace themselves toward the end and like really you know think about what what makes things worthwhile and yeah. it's like always that they look around and they're like you know look at this look at this group of misfits we've assembled and we all love each other so much they don't say love they say we're all you know we're all such good friends and then it's like enough to to pull them through and it's like supposed to be the right you know and it's like it's pat and kind of silly and in a lot of those it feels like <laughs> these writers have just sort of like ended they've come to this end of this you know maze that they've constructed for themselves and they're like how do you get a lesson out of this and they're like friendship is great right, yeah but yeah but in this one it seems like it's kind of like in the dna of it maybe yeah i think I think it is, and I think, you know, that maybe there's, like, a the cynical reading, which, um, you know, some people say this about, like, like, Toy Story or something like that, or is that it's, like, sort of calibrated to make you think that this product is, like, hmm. part of your life. And I mean, the Kingdom Hearts itself is, like, sort of a... <laughs> it's a friendship between Disney and Square. <laughs> Those two buds. Yeah. Those two good buddies. Um, but it is, I don't think it's like you can fully untangle it from those like circumstances. No, and I, I wouldn't want to. I mean, this is part of also why I have avoided these things is... I've kind of always had a, a a strong dislike of Disney, um, of mm-hmm. of Disney movies. Um, part of it may be, well, I don't know, 
I'm not going to recline on the therapy couch here and try to like get to the root of it. <laughs> but like the simplest thing is probably like I was the youngest child, so I probably had less exposure to them. And also right. like, you know, the only ones that um, if you put them on would maybe evoke like some kind of like instinctual nostalgic reaction would be like the Lion King in the Latin, maybe, you know, like those ones were yeah. the ones that I uh, had the tapes for and watched a lot. Um, but Disney has always sort of seemed like sort of the, the fervor around what they make. And I, like Walt Disneyland is, there's something about it that seems cultish and sort of unsettling yeah. to me. It's just this yeah. idea that if you have a child, the child has to go to Disneyland to have a good proper childhood and like you know like this this commodification of like children's imaginations and you know repackaging fairy tales from across the world as yeah as products you know is is i don't know that stuff doesn't well the even yeah and it's like doubly so because a lot of the like the older disney stuff has itself been like sort of abstracted into like a design document for merchandise or something yeah yeah but well yeah and i mean this tendency is i think disney is also it's not hard to say like more frightening than ever in that regard well there is like the yeah that's why yeah because like the like they own childhood now like they own all the different uh, companies that produce things that for a long time have been sort of like quintessential like childhood entertainment yeah. sessions. Yeah, I mean, it start. I remember hand-wringing when it was like rumored that Disney might purchase Pixar and like what that would mean for like uh, the Pixar the Pixar touch or whatever like Disney was going to dilute it and now Disney owns like every large like media company (laughs) like they own obviously pixar and marvel and lucasfilm yeah they own like youtube channels they own fox like and so that tendency i think has like caught up with how kingdom hearts was constructed because now people like wonder like which franchise will be turned into a kingdom hearts world for the third game or something because now there's so many options (laughs) I hope they put in, I don't know, like, one of those, like, 80s Wolverine things where he's, like, ripping people's faces off with his claws, <laughs> you know? And then he realizes that his heart's missing. Then <laughs> he gets better. Um, yeah, I, yeah, so that stuff, I mean, honestly, that's the biggest barrier to me. Um, I, I think a lot of Final Fantasy games are complete horseshit but in a way that is almost endearing how sort of like well i think that and then i play one again for the first time in like forever and then it's less endearing than I yeah remember. like i played I've... 15 and by the end yeah. of that i was just like this is just like ridiculously inept story yeah, i've never been able to get into those 
um, I've always like wanted to. Like it sounds good, and you can get excited about it. But when yeah, when like push comes to shove, I just it's not that I don't like JRPGs or whatever. It's just something about the way that those are designed just doesn't appeal to me. That I think again was like the Kingdom Hearts thing of uh, right place, right time for some of this. You know, like playing like yeah, I mean, I guess that's like ninety percent of like video games. <laughs> To be honest, because of like how they are, well, I mean, a product of like consumer culture and like were for a long time targeted towards children, like the conflation of like yeah. what was influential and important with what you liked as a kid is pretty strong. Yeah, and I mean, my usual like desire for that kind of stuff is to try to uncouple it as much as possible. Yes, yeah. to try to say. Um, you know, cause I, I don't have a lot of, I've always felt like slightly alien as well. Cause like I didn't have a game console until I was, you know, a bit older. So I yeah same. like definitely like <clears throat> played games like at my cousin's place and my friend's place and stuff. So I knew, yeah. I knew about like Mario and stuff, but like it, it wasn't, <laughs> I knew about that old Mario, <laughs> but, uh, it, it wasn't until I was a little bit older, um, and eventually, like, saved up from, like, my entire childhood to get a Nintendo 64. Yeah. And uh, and then the same thing a little bit later for, like, a PlayStation. And and I came to all of the, all of those things late, too. Um, mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it never, like, got... A lot of this stuff didn't get its hooks in me. And I feel weird when people are like, you know, I hear the Zelda music or whatever, and it like, makes me want to cry. I'm just like, it, <laughs> like yeah, it's like a, a decent theme. That's pretty cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it is. I think like the canon of like important video games is basically synonymous with with like the the best selling video games. It's like when everyone writing about games who are in their late twenties, early thirties, when they were you know between the ages of six and twelve. That's when the greatest video games of all time came out. Yeah, I mean, that's not obviously endemic to games, but I think the way that it has uh, sort of turned into, like, just consensus, critical consensus and popular consensus is a little bit atypical, maybe. Yeah. Well, and that's, yeah, that's a whole other can of worms, right? Like, Yeah, but I mean, the, the Kingdom Hearts appeal is totally nostalgia right and getting not in not in a specific way but it's you're getting to like play with i guess and experience stuff with these characters that you know from just disney in general all the classics yeah yeah and i think the appeal of the disney stuff maybe is stronger than the final fantasy stuff because mm. the function of the final fantasy characters in the game feels less i don't know you don't have two final fantasy characters clomping around <laughs> turning into yeah the disney stuff just gets pride of place i think yeah. which was maybe just a i'm not sure why that would 
be the case. Maybe that was just something that Disney, like, needed if they were going to work together on this. It's... Because, like, Square could make the Final Fantasy version of Kingdom Hearts by themselves. Right. Right. Yeah, and it's definitely, you know, you... If you look at a single screenshot from pretty much everything I've played past the little prologue, Destiny Islands, it's, (laughs) you know, one little anime boy surrounded by two... Like, we also have to talk at some point about how utterly ridiculous and it just it's really tough to look at um donald duck like wearing like armor and like holding like a no goofy's wearing armor i guess and and donald has like a like a wizard's wand or something (laughs) and then like i don't know i heard like mickey i guess was they showed him they showed Minnie mouse like wearing a dress and it was yeah queen she's the queen it was yeah, repulsive. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just the visual is always, you know, your anime boy with two, two marquee Disney characters, um, yeah. like Disney mascots, and then walking around in a Disney world, you know. So it's like, I, I think, whatever the the reasons for it, like the Disney stuff is front and center. Yeah, there is. I want to say there's an area in the game that is like uh, it's not like a, a Final Fantasy world but it's like mainly those characters I think that's what I'm looking for you know yeah okay so <laughs> there's this part <laughs> there's this part where you're in like the Hercules world that's one of the worlds I forgot you're in the, oh, yeah. the Colosseum and uh you're like getting ready to to fight in something and then fucking cloud strife walks in yeah <laughs> and that that's more fun to me than any disney character was seeing that goofball show up and just like how <laughs> reverent the game is like the camera goes up and he's like you know like stoic and his sword is like wrapped in bandages for some reason <laughs> which doesn't seem like an effective way to 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 do things um but but those moments i think have been more again you know i so something like that made me like think like oh okay like this is this is silly but it's also fun seeing this character seeing these like final fantasy characters pop up and i wonder if that's yeah. like what people are bombarded with if they, you know, have a lot of, like, <laughs> sentimental attachment, if they're like, oh, man, look at Ariel, the mermaid. There she right, is. like, it, all of the Disney characters evoke that same yeah. reaction. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like their dopamine centers are just, like, <laughs> exploding. <laughs> um, I mean, that has to be, uh, I guess, part of the reason that people still care about a Kingdom Hearts 3 despite that game having been delayed since like they finished with the second one basically i was thinking it's because this incredible um plot that i've been so engrossed in is going to continue to (laughs) you know i thought this was going to be like game of thrones sort of uh (laughs) just like all these different 
beloved characters in different perilous situations. Yeah. And let's see. It was a bit like that. Uh, I I mean, in that it's long. <laughs> and there, it's long, and there are a lot of them. Yeah. And my, ver- but, um, my version has a lot of these sex scenes while they're doing exposition. It's really. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you? gleaned from like playing the game like this is uh this is a remaster of a game from 2002 and it's sort of in like the character action style so how do you feel it stacks up just to like stuff from that era i don't i i don't know it's not great but it's (laughs) it's fine is is kind of how i feel about it like it's sort of this is like a year after yeah, go ahead. What's this a year after? I was kind of, I was trying to think of context for. Well, like Devil May Cry was two thousand one. Oh, that was much better. <laughs> well, yeah, but like that's like the context is. Um... Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I think it's fine. One thing I was thinking is that it kind of. Uh, it feels like they accidentally. I don't know if I'm off base on this, but this game definitely feels like sort of like a game for kids um yes like it's it's all the rpg stuff is there but it's sort of simplified um like i kept thinking i was maybe missing different things i'm supposed to be doing for like their equipment and uh-huh. blah 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 but it's like really sort of straightforward um yeah and i i think it's a pretty safe assumption that they it is like designed for a specific age range which is good i think it's cool that i don't know if you were 10 or something like this game has more going on than i don't know i don't know i don't i guess yeah i mean i think that it was like a formative like action rpg for that reason maybe but then like what i was thinking is that it's almost like they kind of stumbled into not stumbled into because i'm sure it was very deliberate trying to like pare this stuff down without making it brainless yeah um but it's like the same kind of system they used in like Final Fantasy 15 and some other stuff too that I'm forgetting. How do you mean? Like just the sort of like the menus are there and you're you're still using the menus, but not like they're they're sort of like special moves almost to like pull off a you know to dig through the menu to cast a magic oh, right. spell or use an item yeah. or something. Um, yeah, because you have like the basic attack buttons. Yeah, and it's just like, it's pleasant, you know. It's it's not complicated, <clears throat> um, and it's also kind of like livelier than like this game. Um, taking turns and stuff, I feel like would be a big ask to sit th- yeah. to sit through that. Um, and like it's it's not fantastic action or anything, but I like how the enemies when you finish them off, they're like you know just exploding gold and health and stuff like that's fun you know that, that's a good time <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't like jumping around though i think that stings that yeah i was gonna bring that up because um so i played some of kingdom hearts one i think i played more of the second game but i played the final bosses of kingdom hearts one it's right to the good um, stuff yeah, <laughs> eating the frosting on the and, cake. And I think that the, I may be mistaken about this, but I think that 
like the original, like the PS2 version of the game, the camera controls were different. Hmm. Um, because they added a bunch of stuff for the, like the final mix or the remaster or whatever you want to call it. They like added stuff that like foreshadows Kingdom Hearts two, so it like loops in a bunch of stuff that they added later. Um, like which you will see like, like characters and oh. no character. Well, yeah, and there's some like um, design stuff too. And I think one of those design things was like more, like you can control the camera more basically. Which helps the platforming stuff a little bit, but there is like a certain, and I think this is because, um, this was not the kind of game that Square was making at the time. There's like a sort of stiffness to how Sora controls and how he jumps around and stuff. Yeah, there's like a weird sort of like delay. Yeah. Almost. But you figure it out and then it's manageable. It's not great. Yeah. But it just it when you stack it up even against the stuff that was out around the same time. What year did Shinobi come out? That was a good game. That's I wanna say that was like a little bit actually let me see. Two thousand two. Oh. So you're telling me the Christmas that I requested <laughs> Shinobi. <laughs> For my brand new PlayStation 2 <laughs> that I bought working at a call center <laughs> <laughs> so I could play Metal Gear Solid 2. It was 2004 that Ninja Gaiden came out, so that was like around the time that Kingdom Hearts 2 dropped. So, like, they, I think from 1 to 2, Square had the opportunity to like look at similar games. Mm, yeah. Um, because I, I don't know if you, what difficulty are you playing on? I think it went normal. Okay. I was tempted to go like easy because the... <laughs> I really didn't want to get stuck in this. But I think I, I wanted the the unvarnished experience, you know? Right. Because I think some of the boss stuff, especially towards the end, is where you start to feel... No. <sighs> you start to feel like the... Just like the details and the polish being sort of off-kilter. Like stuff with like invincibility frames... And like attack warm ups and like when the boss is and is not Does it get able to be hit. Does it get hard? It's just finicky. Like it's very pattern based to begin with. Yeah. And then when you add in like um 'cause there'll be times when like the boss is floating around and he's like right in front of you, but for some reason they he's invincible during this certain line or something. There's already And it just feels it feels more I don't know how to describe it in comparison to something like Devil May Cry or Shinobi. <laughs> you know, the great character action games, the PS2, Devil May Cry, Shinobi, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 1. Um, I, I got, yeah, that happened to me once actually with the, the, the sand head, the sand tiger head. Yeah. From the beginning of Aladdin that he goes into mm-hmm. and then it has the, the jewels in it <laughs> uh which which i will admit i enjoyed you know i enjoyed seeing that head because i remember that from when i was a little kid <laughs> i like that head and i like the part too you you uh you zoom out on the magic carpet and i remember that sequence from the movies and that was pretty good <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't so good here but it made me think about it so mission accomplished um but that head like got stuck and i had to like 
uh, fucking Goofy and Aladdin were just like wailing away at nothing, <laughs> like a bunch of <laughs> bunch of barnacles on a ship. And so like, I was like messing around with like jumping over and over and over into one little clip part of the back of the level and then finally i got up and just like he had like a sliver of health left um but i could see like right there like yeah this isn't this isn't super uh i don't know yeah it hasn't been ironed out all the way and there's also like if you do not like you can't just dodge I got dodge. You need to have... Well, you have to have certain... That's never getting unequipped. (laughs) Yeah, well, you have to equip is what I'm saying. Like, they sort of parcel out functions that you would expect from this kind of game into the... Did they call it the command deck in the first one? Yes. (laughs) Um, Into the command deck, which you... And so the command deck system, I think, is actually... I brought this up before, but... I think it's actually really similar to what they use in Near Automata with the um like the combat chips that you can insert into the characters and you sort of build their move set. Mm-hmm. Um and each chip has like a value or each command has a value and you have to stay at your limit. So you have to sort of like equip your stuff um and stay it's, under your max. It's yeah, kind of like a similar thing too with uh there was like one where you know the health and little gold orbs that come in and stuff. Uh I find like you really have to just run around like an idiot to get all of them <laughs> and it's there's always a few missing. And then yeah. there's like a, an ability thing you could assign that was like, "Oh, they'll come to you better." Yeah, that you just suck them up. <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, as soon as I set this, I'm never going to want to go back because that should just yeah. like be how it is. And I, I remember there was stuff like that in like near as well, where yeah, it was just some of these things are like, I, I like that idea a lot of sort of picking yeah. and choosing, but some of it is like, no, let me roll. I think near is funny because you can like the HUD elements are all like separate ships. Yeah. It's like, so like instead of going into the menu and being like hood on or off, you can just equip the stuff that you want to see. That makes that game like very weird to figure out when you first start playing it. You're not. Yeah, it can be a little confusing. Yeah, and there is also, um, like the auto attack stuff in Near, where it basically, it will play itself. Like literally, like two B or nine S will like start fighting. Is that... if they're in range? Hmm. I'd do that for this well, game maybe no no i wouldn't it'd it'd be nice no you know i think playing any more than an hour of this at a time is is probably the wrong move yeah um i'm not saying that's like unenjoyable but i think that it can just great yes yes i mean this was like from this kind of game like requires you to you have to grind some, I think. Um, I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, especially at the higher difficulties. And that that's never something that I find enjoyable for, like, long periods. Like, no matter what the game is. I I consulted friend of the show, Julie Muncie, about grinding. And I believe she said yeah. I would not have to. 
Yeah. So let's hope that's. If the you're case. gonna play on like the top difficulty. No, I'm. Come on, I'm a newcomer. You know. Well, once you're done with the game and you go back <laughs> and you're gonna play it on the top difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna speed run each one before I move on to the next. Yeah. Write a few. Yeah, because I want to like recreate the experience of playing these when they came out. So I'll write some some fan fiction between <laughs> while I'm working on my speed runs, getting the timing down. And uh yeah, I have this hoodie with all these safety pins and it has there's <laughs> a picture of Donald Duck giving the finger. <laughs> Did you see that guy recently like leveled up to ninety nine on the first area? Like the island. Oh, come on, why? Like he got <laughs> I don't know. See, because he could. See, like, see, like, um, the guy in Old Boy. He's just like in. A... He's like locked in a room, and he gets incredibly good at playing Kingdom Hearts, and then he is left in a box in a field somewhere. <laughs> he has to live in the world with only those skills he's picked up. And he eats an entire octopus and then spits it out, and then it's Donald Duck at the top of it. <laughs> I'm excited for you to see more of the like the specific character designs. I yeah. I I'm excited to see where this goes. To be honest, I kind of want like I want the next one now. You know? You want the Kingdom Hearts? You want to go into Kingdom Hearts 2 already? Or whatever. Or you mean Kingdom Hearts 3? Or no, no, whatever's next <laughs> on this list of I'm not saying I'm going to jump ahead. I'm not a monster. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, I'm going to finish this. But I'm I'm just saying, like this one. There's not a lot going on in the plot that's exciting. Yeah, it's very much like you enter the area, you get like a a sort of establishing shot that like sort of whips around the area, and then you go start playing. Yeah, and then you beat the boss, and you get another one. Yeah. And then sometimes... Which, uh, the brevity of those, I think, is sort of appreciated. I mean, yeah. it's just like in Bloodborne, when you get to <laughs> it's a, lot like a new Bloodborne. area, yeah, it gives you a little bit of a, a view. I mean, that's just like an old, like a PS2 game thing, too, but... Yeah, I kind of like that, where it gives you like the aerial view of, like, here's where you're going to hang out for a bit. Yeah. Get comfortable. Yeah. Metroid Prime does that. I'm sure every game does that. Um, I do like, I do want a Bloodborne mod where you're Sora <laughs> with the Keyblade. Yeah, the Halloween Town Sora, I think, would be fitting. Um, does he kill werewolves, <laughs> chop them apart? <laughs> we'll discuss that design when you get there, but that I'm sure will be on the next episode. I don't know. I'm curious to play yeah, more of this. Yeah, you're close. I I think you're over halfway. Have you met Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> yes. I did. Okay, have you linked up with Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> yeah, but he wanted torn pages. I'm not. I thought that was like optional. It seemed, oh right, yeah, he gives you a quest. Seemed um, optional. <clears throat> but you're definitely towards the end if you're at the Little Mermaid thing. I think there's like. Are you serious? I thought this was. Like. Well, it, I guess it depends. Have you you did, Alice in Wonderland, the Coliseum, you did Tarzan, you did Aladdin, you did the Whale, mm-hmm. and you're in the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah so there's like i think two or three worlds and then like the end game whoa yeah yeah so i don't know we'll see then because i was kind of thinking 
I checked back in with you. Uh, you know, I was expecting this to be like 30 hours. I, I think it depends on how you play it. Because well, you're not trying to like 100% it or anything. No. Which you should be, but that's fine. No. <laughs> no. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't do that in games I, I really... Uh, I don't want to be mean. I was going to say games I like. I don't dislike this. Oh, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. I'm trying to be honest about this game. I'm having lots of conflicting feelings and I'm, I'm trying to be uh what's that phrase that people like i'm trying to be radically truthful about yeah each thing so this is like a psychological journey <laughs> <laughs> i think like if we want to move to like closing statements here we're almost an hour yeah um for me having begun my kingdom hearts journey <laughs> probably like laughing at my partner when they were playing it or something um i think it's like i'm kind of into it now it's not like my favorite game or anything as we say but um i do think there's like something compelling and like sort of genuine which is maybe like a miracle considering like the circumstances of the like production and stuff yeah or it could just feel like something they hand you when you like leave Disneyland or whatever. <laughs> it's like here's this fucking video game, came with your ticket or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's a good point about it that it's it's sort of more than it needs to be. Yeah, maybe that's why a lot of people really latched onto it. Yeah, because you don't see anyone riding for like Epic Mickey. No. Like they do for Kingdom Hearts. No. Even though the. I mean, Mickey is not epic in Kingdom Hearts. He's King Mickey, but like that was a video game that like let you actually play as Mickey. But that's clearly not like the magic formula. I don't want to play with Mickey or as Mickey. You don't want to play with me. You want to like Mickey has sort of this like rarefied status in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, he's like um... he's like the Yoda. <laughs> he is like the especially the later games. Like they start to like sort of track the character arcs from like the star wars movies um in a lot of ways but <laughs> mickey sort of pops in and out and he's like the mover behind the scenes of a lot of stuff that okay <laughs> open mind you know <laughs> <laughs> was mickey the second shooter on the grassy knoll yeah is that what you find out after the credits of yeah kingdom hearts <laughs> chain of shadows 1.72 um do you have any closing thoughts here my closing thoughts are that i'm going to continue and I'm gonna, all right let me check in with you again and i'm gonna keep giving this you know if if we do the next one of these and i'm saying this is awful i hate this then you can't point at this and say like you love kingdom hearts you little baby <laughs> in your Oshkosh Pagosh. <laughs> Just because you didn't get a cookie doesn't mean you can cry that you don't like the game anymore. Um, this is, I don't know, I'll just, I'll tell you, I'll talk about what, I, what I'm feeling each time. Yeah, I think you, by the next one of these, you will probably start with the second one. Well, we'll see, right? I, yeah. Unless you, like, yeah, unless you just start getting, like, crushed by the enemies or whatever in the first game, but... yeah. I guess we should say toward the end of this too because yeah there's no like we didn't really think of a, a set 
format for this really we're just going to no i'm playing these things astrid is uh like merlin in the place where you practice magic (laughs) (laughs) she already knows everything the kingdom hearts um Um, are you gonna do are you doing like the optional bosses no well i don't know i don't no those do get i think those get a little tougher there's this one boss i'm thinking of i don't know if it's the first game but it like requires you to like attack when something is like a certain color but you're also like flying around the clock tower from peter pan and (laughs) is it the crocodile with the the thing with the no i don't even think it's like a peter i this is probably totally wrong. I don't think it's a Peter Pan character. That's just where it takes place. Wait, I get to go to Peter Pan land? Yeah, Peter Pan land. I liked Hook a lot as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Hook Listen, version. Listen, having played the Aladdin land, I already know Robin Williams was not involved. <laughs> and No, he wasn't. Uh, speaking of, <clears throat> I was going to say I don't want Dustin Hoffman involved anymore. Uh, but also, uh, I, the Hades is voiced by fucking, I looked it up because his voice is familiar. That, that human boil, uh, James Woods. Oh, you mean in the game? Yeah. 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 I think, I'm not sure why he was... (laughs) One of the people they're able to get to reprise his, like, Disney voice. He sounds like he's barely trying in this one. Oh, yeah. In terms of the voice cast for this, he... Yeah, he's he's not he's not giving it his all, is what I'll say. How do you feel? Have you run to Billy Zane yet? Uh, so I looked up who's who in this, and it was, like, everyone from the early 2000s. So who was <laughs> Billy Zane? Billy Zane is Ansem. No. Who's like the main... He's like the bad guy of the first game. Yes, Astrid, I know Billy Zane is handsome. Can we get get back to talking? (laughs) Uh, Isn't like David Boreanaz one of them? He plays uh, one of the Final Fantasy people, I think. I don't know anything about Final Fantasy, but I want to say his name is like Leon. Oh yeah, there's like the one... He has the gun sword. Yeah, but yeah, that's like a squall from Final Fantasy VIII. But they like jammed them together. I don't get it. Every the, you know the. Oh yeah, that's right. They call him Leon, but it's, it's Squall. Squall's the guy with like the fur collar from. From Final eight. Fantasy VIII. Yeah, yeah, they're both in it though. They're two different characters. Uh, there's no rules in Kingdom Hearts That may Hearts have Land. something to... No, that might have something to do with the... Uh, like the what they introduce in Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> is all I'll say there. Cool. But yeah, the doubling and like the tripling of characters becomes like a thing. That seems like a smart path to go down for. It's like um, th- Coop and Bad Coop. Right. Right, so they'll split up, and Leon <laughs> will murder people in hotel rooms. Yeah, and and Squall is in a married uh, stupor. Yeah, drinking coffee with Naomi Watts. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, so I don't know. We'll we'll do this again when there's more to talk about.
Is that okay? Are you you Yeah, I think that's you ready just... to set out on this journey with me? Yeah, we're currently at the Destiny Islands of this podcast and we're about to set out and uh into the great unknown. Ed is uh like uh that um uh, the guy with the gray hair in this the kid with the gray hair. Kid with the gray. He's like so. There's Sora, and then there's Kyrie is the girl. Oh, you she... mean Riku? Yeah. Also, sorry. Last thing, honest. Last thing. How old are these children? I think they're just supposed to be kids. I don't think there's like. Oh, this says Sora is fourteen years old. Uh, okay. I can probably find his weight and his height if you want to know that too. His blood type. <laughs> um. Yeah, because there's like some weird yeah. love triangle going on. So, you know, children, I guess children can have love triangles, but it doesn't get like would, gross would they or would they kill for a love triangle? <laughs> children. <laughs> um, it does not get like gross. Okay. Yeah. Cuz yeah, shirtless. Shirtless mermaid, mermaid boy is is enough for me. <laughs> that's, that's as far as I need this thing to go. <laughs> Um, All right, so Reed will let me know when he makes sufficient progress. Yeah, and we'll do more of these. I like doing this. This is fun. I. That's what it's about. Is fun. It is as long as we enjoy the journey. Uh... <laughs> as long as our friends are by our side. That's right. On blood of friendship. Um, <laughs> if that's the right name, I can't remember. Uh, Astrid, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, making your anime music videos. Um, just say your Twitter. You can find me on <laughs> yeah on Twitter, uh, xx Sephiroth xx. Okay, that's not that's not your actual Twitter, but you blew your chance, so now people <laughs> won't be able to hear it. I'm at Chiseled Mermaid Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mass mass immune 69 um yeah. and the rest of our work can be found at kingdom hearts fan site <laughs> at bullet points vg on twitter uh give that a follow that's a nice thing to do and uh check out our site where we don't talk about kingdom hearts which is bulletpointsmonthly.com and <laughs> the regular podcast feed is at bulletpointspodcast.com yeah and that's where we have we have the patreon we should probably mention the patreon um if you're listening to this you would probably uh subscribe to it already but yeah you can't this kingdom hearts chat isn't just for everybody this first one might be free though who knows yeah that's true but if you want to hear the rest you have to be an official bullet points keyblade master (laughs) that's that's yeah the new title from now on people who (laughs) are not bullet point supporters are the heartless yes um so yeah we'll be back next time for one of these whenever whenever that happens we'll try to keep these somewhat regular but you know it's kingdom hearts who knows yeah there's only so many of them so that's right we gotta gotta... although we can just debate the lore (laughs) endlessly (laughs) that's when we're done the games we'll yeah we'll start a podcast where we count down the third one coming out (laughs) just five seconds every week just be like "Uh, 98 (laughs) more days (laughs) all right that's gonna do it you you thanks crazy tunes what's it this this has been 
Blood of Friendship 3.14x Repodcast. Episode 1. Thank you for listening. Oh, sorry. Actually, it's episode 1.6. <laughs> Bye.